Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. This is the number one thing I would tell my brother if he was going to get into real estate. My best advice ever is to just start. Get out there and start. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. My mom always said it's rude to keep people waiting. Well, best ever listeners, that's exactly what you're doing if you're not funding your deals with our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land. Patch of Land is a crowdfunding marketplace that matches up your deals with accredited and institutional investors who want to invest in your deal. Patch of Land literally has thousands of investors ready to fund your next deal. You don't want to keep them waiting, do you? And guess what? It's a lightning quick process too. In fact, the average patch of land loan closes in just seven days. Is a five to seven day close faster than how long it currently takes you to close on financing? And just think, wouldn't it be wonderful to have all of your financing needs taken care of for all of your deals? How many more deals could you close if you already knew where the money was coming from? With Patch of Land, you no longer have to worry about the financing part. They've got it taken care of for you. Go to Patch of Land and find out how to get your next deal funded by the thousands of investors waiting for you right now. Go to patchofland.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-A-N-D.com. Hi, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Mike Simmons. Hi, Mike. How you doing, Joe? Doing well. Thank you for joining us. Mike is joining us from Troy, Michigan, just a stone's throw away from where I was born, Flint, Michigan, and close by Detroit as well. He is the managing member of Modern Real Estate Solutions and his focus is on flipping single-family homes in Southeast Michigan. He's been doing it since 2002, and he's talking about it on his popular podcast called Just Start Real Estate. So definitely go and check that out. Mike, with that being said, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm in Michigan, like you said, and in like 98% of Michiganders, uh, I started uh, working in the, the automotive industry. Um, 
doing various things, nothing glamorous, nothing fun, nothing that I enjoyed. And, you know, I got to a point in my life when I, you know, when you're in your 20s, you don't think a lot about retirement. You don't think a lot about investing. At least I didn't. I mean, some people do, and, and I, I applaud them and I'm, I'm envious. I didn't. So I got to a point where I started kind of doing the math and I, and I started looking at my income, looking at my age, projecting that all forward. How much am I going to need? And it was just frightening. I wasn't even going to. I wasn't going to come anywhere near what I needed to do on the path that I was on. So I started looking into ways that I could increase my income or at least invest intelligently uh, in my future so that I could retire someday. So my kids could go to college and I can help them pay for that or pay for it all together. So when you start looking up investing, you know, the first thing I did was I looked at like stocks and day tra- day trading was a real popular thing at the time. And I thought that sounds cool. I could day trade. I could, you know, stocks move them around. It sounds like a really fun kind of way to make money and to, and to invest for your retirement. But what I found was that I hated reading about stock investing. I hated reading about day trading. So I would always end up on like, you know, ESPN.com or something when I was trying to do the research. I, I always like started going off into a different direction. So what I found was as you know, when you Google investing, if you just Google investing at some point on some page, you're eventually going to stumble upon real estate investing, right? Because it's a very popular thing. And you're going to, if you go down far enough in Google, you'll find it. So I did, I stumbled upon it and I started reading, uh, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I started reading like a lot of people's success stories, you know, things that people had done and, and, and really successful investors and, and their stories. And it really intrigued me. And I found that I didn't stray off to like the sports websites or, you know, looking at funny videos online. I was sticking with it and it really interests me quite a bit. And so I started reading more and more. And then I started thinking, you know, in my local community, I wonder what's going on in real estate. Is there any groups, associations? And I found out there were some, you know, uh, seminars and things like that going on. So I, I attended a couple of free seminars with the national speakers who come in and, you know, I got really, really excited and decided this is what I want to do. And that was in like 2002. I I, I made up my mind. I want to do real estate. And as you said in the beginning, I didn't start, I didn't actually buy my first property until 2008. So that tells you a lot about what happened to me from 2002 to 2008. I was taking in information, but I was taking in information from all different sources about all different kinds of investing. And I wasn't focused. I I was just like wide eyed and like the bright, shiny object thing. You know, when a squirrel would run by, it would catch my attention. And I I just had no direction. I was rudderless. I knew I wanted to do it. I was kind of afraid. I was making the excuse that I didn't know enough. And, And I spent, you know, the better part of six years thinking that I definitely wanted to do it and attending local meetings and just sort of being one of those what we call tire kickers in the industry. And, you know, I talked a good game, but I wasn't doing anything. So around 2008, I finally decided again, I'm, I'm doing this, man. I'm, I'm going to be a real estate investor. And I did a smart thing at that time. I brought my wife into my thought process and I started telling her what I wanted to do and, and, telling her what my thoughts and what my, my goals were in real estate. And I slowly got her kind of on board with my thinking. Now, my wife is my business partner and we're very different. She's very risk averse and she's very conservative and very smart and very logical and reasonable. And I'm a little bit more shoot from the hip, push the, the chips in the, in the middle of the table and let's just go for it. So she's a really good 
balance to me. So I knew once she was on board, let's give this a try. I knew, you know, I really had a, had a, my thoughts were in line with with reality. I wasn't just crazy. I, I knew it was something that I should try to do. And now that she's on board, I know I could do it. So that was in 2008. We found our first property. And I don't know how far you want me to go, but that's that's basically how I got started. I was in the automotive industry, wanted to find a way to retire hated everything about investing until I found real estate and, you know, kind of kind of read and, and, and learned for way too long, way, way too long. Why single family house flipping? I got into single family house flipping. Okay. So in 2008, when we decided to do our first deal or right before we decided to do our first deal, there was a local real estate guru who had a, a boot camp that he was offering. And it was actually pretty expensive, but we, we paid the money to go to this boot camp. And we, we, we had, a, it was a weekend kind of a thing. And we, we got, after it was over, uh, we got to know the, the gentleman who was teaching it. We got to know him a little better and we were kind of, he was kind of our mentor and he gave me really good advice at the time. He said, listen, there's a lot of things you can do in real estate. There's a, there's a million ways to make money in real estate. And they're, and they're all legitimate. I mean, they're all, there's a lot of different ways to do this, but you're never, ever going to be successful in this if you don't pick something and go with it. So the reason I picked flipping, and again, just to be perfectly candid, I think a lot of people, you know, I found have the same mindset. <clears throat> uh, buy and hold properties were, was was too slow for me. I, I couldn't stand the thought of the slow drip. I'm a very impatient person. And, and I just didn't like the thought of buying a property, getting a little bit of cash flow and sort of like saving for the long term. That didn't do it for me fast enough. Wholesaling scared me, to be honest with you. The, the thought of trying to find deals and then trying to find a buyer, and I, I don't know, I just didn't like it. But flipping felt like I was going to get the most bang for my buck. It was going to be a lot of work, but that was where the highest reward would come in my in my estimation at the time. So that's why I picked flipping. Plus, in the automotive industry, I, I did project management and project coordination. So I wasn't afraid of of managing a timeline. I wasn't afraid of managing a, bu a budget and I wasn't afraid of managing people to do a job that I needed them to do. So it was aligned with my skill set, and it also was aligned with my desire to make more money quicker. What do you look for in a flip? It's changed. Uh, when I started, I, I was very conservative. I needed it to be a brick house. And, and some of this may not make, I don't know, maybe make sense or not make sense, depending on what part of the country or the world someone's living in. But in Michigan, you can buy frame or brick houses. Um, I looked for brick houses. I wanted at least three bedrooms, a basement, a garage, all the typical stuff that most people think of. I, it would, I didn't want it to be on a main road. But over the years, and as I got a little better at this, I started realizing you know, almost any house will sell at the right price. So somebody might say, <clears throat> I don't buy houses without basements, right? In Michigan, basements are kind of a big deal. I know in some parts of the country, they're unheard of, but in Michigan, people want basements. So what I realized was, yeah, uh, houses with basements are desirable and maybe they'll sell a little faster. But if the price is right, a house without a basement will sell also, you just have to get it at the right price. And guess what? Most people are avoiding the houses without basements because everyone wants a basement. So a lot of the investors just look right past houses with no basements. So you can a lot of times pick those up at a very, very good price, and then you can turn around and sell it for a good price. Mike, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? The best real estate investing advice ever is exactly why I named my podcast what I named it. And the best advice ever, and I'm, I'm telling you guys, turn up the volume, sit closer to the speakers. This is the number one thing I would tell my brother if he was going to get into real estate. My best advice ever is to just start.
get out there and start. Stop learning. Stop reading. You know, you, you don't need to know a lot to get started in real estate. Now, there's a lot to learn along the way, but to get started, to to dive in the pool doesn't take a lot, and I don't advocate people just being crazy with money and wasting money and, and taking huge risks, but to get started, to go out and start looking for houses, looking for deals, looking for leads, you need to start the activity because until you buy your first house, you're not a real estate investor. You want to be one, but you're not one. So my best advice to people, honestly, is don't get analysis paralysis. If you've read a few books, if you've went online to different websites like yours, Joe, like mine, there's a lot of them out there, and you've learned some of the basics, get out there and get started. Stop stop thinking about it and just do it. And I'm telling you, I have interviewed a lot of great investors. I've listened, and I'm, I'm a real student of entrepreneurialism and, and great entrepreneurs, and Almost hands down, the advice that you'll hear from all successful entrepreneurs, businessmen, is to just get out there and start. Just do it. Stop thinking about it. You ready for the best ever lightning round? I am so ready. I'm going to take a drink. Let's go. First, a quick word from our sponsor. Don't you deserve to have all your deals funded in lightning quick speed? I agree. That's why I've partnered up with our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, to bring you the best crowdfunding crash course ever where you get all the info you need to know about crowdfunding so that you can close more deals. Tune in every Sunday this February and you'll be treated to the best crowdfunding crash course ever. And now that you are completely hydrated and your thirst has been quenched, best ever book you've read. All right, I'm going to give you three and I'm going to do it fast because I'm going to give you a little bit of a nerf toss here. A lot of people say Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I will say that was one that I read and it did have an impact on me. It helped me get my mind right. But going farther back, when I was actually in high school, I read Art of the Deal. Donald Trump's controversial. He's a little bit sometimes of a caricature, but he's a successful businessman. And that book, when I read Art of the Deal, it was the very first time that I felt like I pulled my brain out of the matrix, so to speak, and realized there was a there was something else other than going and working in a factory for 30 years and then retiring. And then finally, the third book, real quick, I read this about a year ago, maybe eight months ago. It was the book, uh, the Steve Jobs book called Jobs. Absolutely loved it. Nothing to do with real estate, but an absolutely inspirational businessman, entrepreneur, thought leader, just really shook my, my, my viewpoints on how to attack life and just really go for it. Best ever listeners, I know you love audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of books like those. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. You know, I mentioned it briefly earlier, the best ever uh, growth experience for me was going to that real estate investing boot camp, that, that weekend boot camp that I went to because it was an investment of time and it was a pretty substantial investment of money for me at the time. It was it was like $1,000, but that was like, you know, a million dollars. So going to that, and to me, it felt like it was more real when I immersed myself into that uh, into that group, into a real estate investing group like that. And that was when I first started realizing the power of surrounding myself with like-minded people. And it made all the difference in the world. I would not be talking to you if I didn't go to that boot camp. Best ever success habit you practice? By far the best ever success pra uh, practice is moving fast, taking action. Once I decide I want to do something, I don't let the old habits kick in like I did in 2002. I wanted to do real estate. I waited till 2008. It was a horrible mistake. Just, just no excuse for it. So now once I make a decision, once I decide a direction, I go 100 miles an hour in that direction and I don't second guess myself. 
best ever deal you've done? By far the best ever deal I did was the first one and not because it was the most money, but I can tell you, I mentioned that my wife is my business partner and she's a lot more conservative than I am. And I can tell you right now, Joe, if that deal had not been successful, I definitely would not be talking to you right now. We would not have done our second deal, but it was very successful. And that was my springboard, not only to get my wife on board, but it also was a springboard for all the private money that I've used since. And I have I don't use a dime of my own money on my flips. All of it's private money, and it all started from that first successful deal. What are the numbers on that first successful deal? You're gonna love this. And your list, you're you're from Michigan, so it's not gonna be so shocking to you, but some of your listeners from around the country are gonna love this. So this was 2008. I bought the house for $40,000. Now, for $40,000 in 2008, you could buy a, buy a halfway decent middle income, you know, thousand square foot brick ranch. Not, not in a bad neighborhood, actually a pretty nice neighborhood. $40,000 purchase price, uh, we spent about $15,000 on the rehab. We sold it for about 85 and we made about 15 on the deal. And because we didn't bring in any partners, we, we got all the profit, it was all us. So that one was awesome and, and $15,000 back then, and even now, I, mean, I don't wanna act like that isn't a lot of money. Back then, it, it, like our head exploded. It was so incredible to us. And you know, after that one, my wife was like, where's number two, let's go, let's do this thing. How long did it take you from start to finish? It took us about 10 weeks. About two and a half months. Had a good story with that one too. Got burned a little bit. We had a, just real quick, just for everyone who's listening, <clears throat> release of lien, when you use a, a general contractor and they have subcontractors that they're paying, you need to get a release of lien from all the subcontractors. We didn't do that. We ended up paying the electrician twice because our, our general contractor didn't pay them, never returned our calls, never heard from them again. And we had to deal with the uh, the electrical contractor who never got paid. So that's little little lesson we learned on that first deal. Best ever project you're most excited about right now? Honestly, I am a house flipper, but I am getting very excited. I it has taken me almost seven years now to to try wholesaling, and I've spent the last six and a half seven years as a house flipper in my local real estate investing community. So, guess who I made friends with over the last six and a half seven years? Other house flippers. So, I recently realized that my deal, my deal, my leads were, were kind of drying up a little bit. I wasn't getting as many leads as I wanted. I typically was going through the MLS using realtors. They were feeding me a lot of leads and that's how I was getting most of my deals. And it's become harder and harder over the last couple of years. So I turned to direct marketing and other ways of, of marketing direct to sellers myself. And I started getting more leads than I could handle in my own business. So I started asking my my flipping friends in the area, hey, I've got this deal. I've got this really great deal, actually, and I just can't handle it right now. Would you be interested in, in if I wholesale it to you? And they're like, heck yeah, I'm dying for more deals. So I've actually started a nice little business wholesaling uh, in addition to my flipping business, and it's growing faster than I ever dreamed it would have at, at, when I first started. So I'm actually kind of excited about doing some wholesale deals this year. Best ever quote. Best ever quote. I'm going to quote Steve Jobs because I, I really, I, I was not an Apple fan a couple of years ago, but I have really come around and just learned to admire the guy and what he did. So the, my, my favorite quote by him is, your time is limited. So don't waste it living someone else's life. And I think a lot of people can relate. I know I could. I was doing what I thought I should do and I, until I decided it was time to do what I wanted to do. So I think that's a great quote. It's, it's definitely the quote that I try to live by now. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? 
Biggest mistake I've made in real estate is not getting started sooner. Not starting when I really wanted to start. If I started in 2002, I would be light years ahead of where I am now. And, and that was the biggest mistake I think that most people make is not, not getting out there and starting, letting fear, letting you know paralysis and analysis take over and they never do anything. That's by far the biggest issue that I see with new investors is that they, they just, they let fear take over. Mike, what's the best ever place to reach you? Best ever place to reach me is you can go to juststartrealestate.com. There's a contact button there, or you can email me directly at mike at juststartrealestate.com. Mike, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners. It's really interesting to hear your story about how you were in the automotive industry, like a lot of uh, you know the people in Michigan, and then got out of it and needed to get out of it because you know you saw where where you wanted to go. And I think you know the part where in 2008 when you decided to do it, and you brought on your wife, who whenever I was taking notes as you were talking, I wrote accountability partner, and not only accountability partner, but also someone who is complementing your strengths based on what she's strong at. And it sounds like that was a, a key moment. And then having that successful first flip where you see the opportunity and then you know building on that. And I think the lesson for you know the best ever listeners, at least the lesson for me personally, is when we announce it to the people who we're closest to, and if we can bring them along with us, then we're gonna be stronger together. And the other thing that you know, I wrote down whenever you were talking was when you mentioned you can almost any house will sell up at the right price. And I think that the point where you're talking about the basements, homes where they, if they don't have a basement, then they typically aren't being offered by as many purchasers. And you found an opportunity in that. So, you know, that basement analogy can be applied to many other different types of real estate where perhaps it's being overlooked because there's a potential flaw in the property. Well, what type of opportunities that flaw provide? Well, in this case, not having a basement is not necessarily a flaw, but it's an opportunity that you could get in at the right price and you can really dominate that type of area because then you start working with people who have perhaps sellers who maybe it's a different type of market segment and that type of seller, maybe they're in a different life stage and they don't need the the basements. They're not looking for that. And then lastly, the release of lean, you know, you kind of threw that out there and I'm glad you did where when you're working with general contractors, make sure that you get a release of lean. Therefore, you're not paying subcontractors multiple times once through the general contractor and once directly because the general contractor didn't pay the subcontractor. So thank you so much for being on the show, sharing your best ever advice, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, Joe, I appreciate it. And it was awesome talking to you, man. Hey, you best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever. 